A humanitarian crisis is unfolding in Gaza, where more than 1,100 people have been killed by Israeli airstrikes. Israel has formed an emergency government and war cabinet in the wake of Hamas' attack on border communities, which have killed at least 1,200 people and injured thousands more. At least 150 hostages seized by Hamas gunmen are being held at secret locations inside Gaza. Among them are women, children and the elderly. In Gaza, the only power station has shut down after running out of fuel. Israel has cut off electricity supplies to the region, as well as access to medicines, food, fuel and water. For the latest on the humanitarian response in Gaza, Doctors Without Borders Executive Director for Australia and New Zealand, Jennifer Tierney, is on the line. Kia ora. What are you hearing from your teams on the ground in Gaza? Yeah, Ora. Um, what we're hearing from the teams is really nothing short of a description of a nightmare. We're seeing, as everyone's seeing unfold in the news, some incredibly horrific casualties on both sides of the conflict. And we um, are witnessing some incredibly challenging circumstances for the population in Palestine due to our work in the hospital system there. So we're seeing really no adherence to humanitarian law. We're seeing hospitals, ambulances, all being struck by rockets, so making it an incredibly challenging environment to provide care to people who are dealing with really complex, very um, traumatic injuries. We're seeing hundreds of thousands of people displaced, um, folks who, as you said in the intro, are being cut off from electricity, water, food, and the hospitals are really just completely overwhelmed. Doctors Without Borders has been in the region for decades. How does this latest escalation in violence compare to, to what you might have seen in the past? I mean, it's it's shocking. It's been an intense escalation, and we've been working in Palestine for decades, as you say, and so that we've witnessed how the blockades have really diminished the capacity of the health system there. But the intensity of the bombardments right now in Gaza are making movement almost impossible. So it's really challenging for us to be able to provide care. It's very challenging for us to be able to run ambulances or to be able to move medical staff to where they need to be. Um, Surgical units, although they are diminished, are running day and night. And last night we heard that 100% of the patients that were received at our clinic in Gaza were children between the ages of 10 and 14 years old. You know, just demonstrating that the people who are really suffering are children and and often women because they're the ones who are sleeping in their beds at night when they're being bombed. Doctors Without Borders doesn't run programs in, in Israel, does it? We don't run programs in Israel right now, but we have offered support to Israel, both in this conflict and in the past. We make our decisions about where we work based on medical needs, and Israel has a brilliant health and emergency system. And Palestine, as I mentioned, has a very diminished system. And so we support based on evaluation of uh, medical need. And so that's why we're working on the the Palestinian side of the border. I imagine that that supplies at hospitals would have already been quite a large issue for, for people in Gaza. This must just absolutely be escalating problems that, that have existed for a long time. Absolutely. I mean, things are being exacerbated and obviously getting a great deal of international attention. But this is really a a huge escalation of what's already been happening. Um, Shortages of fuel, electricity, access to medical care are not new things in Palestine. Do you think a humanitarian corridor is possible? 
It has to be. Uh, there is no choice. I mean, all parties to a conflict are, um, are, are really bound to honor humanitarian law. They have to avoid striking medical facilities or any sort of medical support and um, any sort of medical support like ambulances or clinics. And they have to create a humanitarian corridor so that we can get civilians the, the support they need to survive this horrific onslaught on, on both sides. Kia ora. Thank you very much for that update. That is Doctors Without Borders Executive Director for Australia and New Zealand.